Great news for Madison, Phil. Is it time to celebrate, Scott? Well, no, not yet. The mayor, who we learned in our last podcast, was not keen on a grand promenade along the length of State Street. This week held a press conference and said all of the bus traffic is likely to be moved off the bottom of State Street, along with most of the bus stops along the entire stretch of our iconic shopping and entertainment district. But she still wants the BRT, her bus rapid transit system, to travel down the top of State Street and have two... She says small, everyone else seems to say big, stations to pick people up there. It sounds like the four to 600 block of State Streets will join the seven and 800 block of State Streets and probably become a pedestrian mall. And the 700 and 800 is Library Mall. That was been pedestrian mall since the 1970s. And everyone loves that nobody's talking about that going away anytime soon. But the mayor is insisting, insisting on building two permanent large stations for the bus rapid transit on State Street. The business community, it seems like most of Madison, doesn't want those stations built there because that cements, literally, BRT onto State Street for perpetuity. Well, today on Center Stage, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics, we're going to update everybody on the latest ins and outs of the dream of creating a grand promenade on State Street. The dream is still alive, man. <laughs> I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal. I'm Phil Hands. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. And we are no longer half of the Wisconsin State Journal editorial board. But we're still the more pedestrian half. we feel we are two-sevenths now of the editorial board, right? Our voice has been diminished, which is good. (laughs) We, of course, added recently three members from the community to our editorial board. Wayne Strong, the former police lieutenant and longtime youth football coach on the South Side. We added Janine Geske, former state Supreme Court justice, and Susan Schmitz, whose family dates back more than a century in downtown Madison and who used to be the head of Downtown Madison, Inc. But before we dive into the details of what happened this week, we've got some clips, Phil, from a meeting that you sat through. God bless you. Uh, Three-hour meeting. Let me fact-check that for you, Phil. Three hours and 22 minutes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In any case, there was a lot of support for making the entire stretch of State Street, a pedestrian mall. But before we get to that, we got to clean up one thing about our previous editorial from June 20th. It seems the mayor's office thinks we took her out of context when we mentioned her in our editorial after she came in and met with us with our editorial board. Business groups were upset that our editorial said that... We said in our editorial title, Don't Pit Fast Buses versus a State Street Promenade, Madison can have both. We can have our cake and eat it too. I I like that headline. So we wrote in our editorial, The mayor last week brushed off support among downtown business owners for taking buses off State Street, calling them desperate and willing to try anything. Business owners do not like that description of themselves. Subsequently, the mayor's office at a public meeting said that we took her out of context. So it just so happens we have a tape of that. We have the tape. Let's see how we did. I think businesses are sort of excited about the idea. I think a lot of people... You're excited about the idea. I think 
I think it's worth a shot. Businesses I mean, like, on State Street are desperate, and they are latching on to anything that they think might help. And I don't think that pedestrianizing State Street will help the businesses that are looking for help. Mm. I don't think that's the solution. Okay, so she did say what we said she said. Imagine that. <laughs> and, um, and business owners are very excited about this idea of a pedestrian mall on all six blocks, of all eight blocks of State Street. The mayor at our meeting with her, she said it's not a panacea. This is some of the context, I guess. And is anything a panacea, Scott? <laughs> no, nothing is a panacea. Well, except for BRT. BRT, bus rapid transit is a panacea. <laughs> so where are we at now, Phil, and how do we move forward? With BRT and with... How do the, I fix all of downtown Madison? The, not you. I mean, us collectively as a community. Where are we at with BRT and the community's enthusiasm for turning State Street into a pedestrian mall. The city is moving forward with their bus rapid transit plan, and they are proposing these these two rather large, I believe 50 feet long, bus stations on, on State Street, which has got business owners really kind of riled up and angry. And I think the best solution that I think everyone agrees, everyone except for the mayor and a couple of people and the city staff and the transportation department want the, these bus stations to just, instead of being on State Street, move them around the corner to Gorman Johnson Street, make some room for them, take out some parking, and figure out how to get those stations right next to State Street, but not on it so that we can keep this dream of a full pedestrian mall alive for the future. And this weekend is Maxwell Street Days. They're rerouting the buses for Maxwell Street Days all weekend long, so it's not that hard to do. They actually reroute buses dozens of times a year. More than 70 times a year. But the mayor's staff says, no, we can't change things because we don't want to slow this down. And that if we have to take the stations off or change the route, it could delay things and then it could potentially put the funding at risk for the BRT. The city has not completed their environmental assessment yet to determine what the impact will be on these stations. Usually that's done before you secure the funding. That was not the case this time around. Apparently the mayor is pretty close to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Uh, excuse me, Donald Trump pronounces it boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. Okay, well thank you, Scott. <laughs> I appreciate that. And so we got the funding secured for this before we really got all of our ducks mm -hmm. in a row on doing the assessments and making sure people were on board with this. And now to go back and make sure that people agree with the people are happy with the plan for the BRT. Apparently, that'll put us back too far and jeopardizes our chance for funding. But there's a whole bunch of people who aren't buying that and increasingly want events such as Mad Lit, which we just wrote about on the top of State Street and other events, to be happening all the time on State Street, not just occasionally on a weekend. So you listened to this meeting on Tuesday. Yes. And this was after the mayor's press conference in which she said she likely would uh, be taking all the buses off the bottom part of State Street. She uh, presented her grand compromise to make the bus stations on State Street slightly smaller. <laughs> Subsequently, on Tuesday night, the Common Council executive meeting met, as we said, for three plus hours. What did you hear? You listened to the whole thing. Well, there were 106 people registered for the meeting. 100 of them were opposed to the uh, stations on State Street. Uh, two supported the stations on State Street. 
and four of those four people uh, neither supported or opposed them. Um, and a couple of those people that neither supported or opposed were people from like downtown Madison Inc. or the bid saying, we love the BRT. We just don't want it on State Street. From the parts that I listened to, it seemed like a lot of people were stressing, as the Wisconsin State Journal editorial board has in multiple editorials this year, that we do support the BRT, we do want a better bus system, but it doesn't need to roll down State Street. Everyone seems to say, we want the BRT, we just don't want it to stop on State Street. And the mayor says, you don't understand, the BRT is really wonderful and important, we need to have it. And the city and the business says, yes, we know it just doesn't need to stop on State Street. We have a route here that's how long? It's over 15 miles, I believe. So we have a route for the fast buses, long buses, convenient buses, modern buses. We have a route that's more than 15 miles. And the suggestion with something like 30 stations on it. And the suggestion is that somehow if the route were to be altered by a couple blocks, to avoid lots of pedestrian traffic, which slows down buses and makes them unsafe, that somehow that throws this federal government money, if not in jeopardy, at least pushes it back. And I just find that hard to believe. I mean, basically, the city's saying, um, it's too late. Your concerns are too late. This ship has sailed. And, and lots of people who were supportive of the BRT, including Alder Mike Revere, the downtown Madison Incorporated and a lot of those business owners were downtown when they signed off and they've all supported the BRT from the get go. Uh, and they vote and, uh, and the city council voted kind of, you know, unanimously to support these routes. They were told this was not a final decision, but it, according to the city, this was a final decision. And, uh, and the alders are feeling duped by the city staff um, that they were voted on something with the idea that, that, you know, downtown routes could be changed and stations could be moved around later. We just need to vote now on this to secure the funding. Yeah, well, let's play some of the audio from the people who spoke at Tuesday night's meeting. This is Guanming Shi. She runs a small family grocery store at 346 State Street. I thought she had some pretty interesting things to say about why a pedestrian mall makes so much sense for State Street. We do not support the plan of adding a BRT station to the State Street. Instead, we support to move bus out of State Street and convert it into a pedestrian mall. I mean, many of my visitors have commented that it would be so nice imagining that kids can run around in the block and the various vendors can display their products in the middle of the street. State Street has such a unique location that makes it perfect for a pedestrian mall. It has double hotspots, one at each end of the street, Usually, pedestrian mall cannot be too long as the attractiveness is decreasing when moving away from the central hotspot, but this is not the case for State Street. And by the way, she did start off by saying, I support the BRT. Yeah. And just like, like just everyone, not on State Street. Like everyone did. All the smart urban planners will say, tell you that pedestrian malls don't work and that six blocks is way too long for de- pedestrian mall, but she's right about the double hotspots in the university mm-hmm. and the and the Capitol building. Yeah, yeah, I sort of think of State Street as sort of, almost, you know, it's almost cut in half. There's sort of a university half of it, and then there's sort of a downtown Madison non-university half of it. And... Uh, Let's link them together with Pedestrian Mall. Let's not divide it further with uh, half of it being BRT and half of it being pedestrian. Pearl Street in Boulder, Colorado, which we've held up as a shining example of a true pedestrian mall, not a pedestrian mall with all kinds of buses on it, but one that actually lets people walk 
throughout it, it allows for trees and art and music and outdoor kiosks. Uh, that's four blocks. Yeah. So it's almost as long as State Street and arguably doesn't have those two bases on either side. This next clip is by Bill Connors. He's the executive director of Smart Growth Greater Madison. He spoke and, of course, emphatically said at the start he supports the BRT, but he doesn't like the route and the stations on the top of State Street. Yeah, Running the BRT buses down State Street and around the Capitol Square is not wise. Uh, the BRT buses on State Street, as others have mentioned, is, is really not compatible with the pedestrian use of that of that area of that space. Um, it, it, it isn't with the current buses, and it won't be with the with the BRT buses either. Um, what we want is to maximize the number of pedestrians walking up and down State Street because that's how downtown businesses get business. That's how State Street businesses get business. And that's what makes the place a vibrant location where people want to be. Um, and so as others have mentioned, it makes much more sense to place a station on Gorham and a station on Johnson very near the intersection with State Street so that people can get off of the BRT bus and then be able to walk up and down State Street without any buses or BRT buses going up and down the street. Um, as far as the Capitol Square, the, the outer loop is the area that needs the most economic stimulation. Um, and and the, the, the BRT, having the BRT present on the outer loop would energize that area and, and lead to more investment. So it makes more sense to put the, the, the BRT route on the outer loop rather than on the Capitol Square. Also, it's easier to configure alternative routes that avoid State Street if you're, if you're operating on the outer loop rather than on the Capitol Square. What we urge is that for the city not to invest large amounts of money in expensive permanent stations on State Street or the Capitol Square until a new downtown Madison plan can be completed and that that plan can inform what is going to go on on State Street, the Capitol Square, the Outer Loop, and that and that the BRT routing in that area serves that vision instead of stifling that vision. The mayor and the transportation department talk to people like, we don't get what bus rapid transit does. We don't understand that it's an economic mm -hmm. engine. We don't get how vital it is to have real mass transit in our community. And, and Bill here totally gets it. And he's like, we don't want the economic development on State Street. We want it on the outer loop. You know, let's let pedestrians be on State Street. And, and let's let's use this as an economic development tool to revitalize the outer loop of Madison. It reminds me of the bus driver who just wrote in a letter to the editor about the safety. When you have all these pedestrians on State Street, you never know when a skateboarder is going to fly out into the street or a kid. And if you want a fast-moving bus, that's not a place to put yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to be able to move. I mean, we don't want these buses to be going 10 miles an hour down three blocks of State Street. We want, we want, them, going, we want them zipping through the community and then stopping at their appropriate stops. Yeah, the R in BRT stands for rapid. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't stand it's for not 
at BST. State Street is Madison's most important iconic street. And she wants a postcard of her brand new transit system going down Madison's most important street. It's promotional. It's about image. It's not about what's best for State Street. And I don't think it's best for transit either. Well, and I think she thinks more people would ride it if it goes down a couple blocks of State Street. But what I don't understand is why that's different than if it crosses State Street just around the corner. I mean, if you're on State Street, you're going to see it because it's going to cross across the street. People are talking about moving these stations from State Street to Gorham and Johnson. They're talking about moving these stations 75 feet around the corner, about the width of a station around the corner. It's not like blocks and blocks and blocks away. It's just about keeping State Street open so we can imagine a a different future for it. Yeah, so anybody who's riding the bus isn't going to have to walk farther because it's not on State Street. It's going to be on one corner instead of a different corner of the same block. I'm getting really frustrated with the people that are sort of the the pro-mayor crowd who want to make this out like this is a, you know, people who don't want the BRT on State Street are somehow racist or they don't like bus riders. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's really a disingenuous argument because no one's trying to make that argument. And almost everyone really wants this BRT. They just want the stations moved 75 feet. Not only that, the people that the bus rapid transit cater to are the quote-unquote choice customers who tend to be white people who are coming downtown to work yeah, or to go to a Madison event. Or the Overture Center or something like that. The idea that somehow if the bus stops on one corner or another in the same block that it's racist or classist, depending on which corner you want it on, I just think that's silly. And you know what it is kind of classist, actually, is that, you know, the suburban riders or the the people who are riding the bus downtown, under the current system that they've planned out here, you know, they'll be able to hop off on State Street and it'll be fine and dandy, right? But what happens on those days when uh, the 70 times a year where they have to move the buses off of the Capitol Square and State Street, they're going to move to temporary crummy little stops on the outer loop that aren't going to have the raised platforms. It's going to slow it down. So what? Who, who has to ride the bus on a Saturday morning? Somebody who's actually got a job that's not nine to five during the week. Probably somebody who, you know, maybe it's a, somebody who's a minority or somebody who's working at a more difficult job. They're not going to the farmer's market. They're using it to get to work. Yeah, they maybe can't afford a car. Yeah. Who's suffering at that point? This is a nice lead in to the n- next clip we have from Camelo Alfonso. State Street business busiest times are during special events like the Farmer's Market, Madison Night Market, and the newly introduced Mad Lit, which led to many upper State Street merchants welcoming business volume not seen since June 2019. Currently, downtown reroutes occur 72 times per year. That number will only increase as the city's residents desire more creativity and events downtown. If we care about fostering the culture, diversity, and sense of community that makes our neighborhood a unique destination, then the current plan would only succeed in shattering the future of State Street in downtown Madison. Please reroute buses off of State Street. The next clip is Christina Brungart. She's the new leader at the Madison Museum of Contemporary Art. She doesn't want the big old bus station on State Street because it will deter from the public's enjoyment of the art at the Overture Center. MoCA has pivoted in the last year to make sure our windows inspire the public and provide a platform for artists and the community. We have many exhibitions planned for 2022 and 2023 that utilize the windows to draw more crowds to State Street in hopes of supporting the downtown community and businesses. 
Our current exhibition, Immense, has drawn incredible attention and activity to the street and city, receiving national news recognition with coverage being filmed directly where the anticipated bus platform will be located. In addition, we are planning a public sculpture that was specially designed for all to view and draw viewers as well as critical conversations to State Street. We appreciate sincerely the recent efforts made by BRT planners to listen to our concerns and their attempts to narrow the footprint of the stations. However, as stated in meetings with their team, we do not appreciate being pitted against our neighbors to determine which business will be most or least impacted. If we put these stations that cost about $300,000 each on State Street, you're really locking that in for a long time, that route there. If you put them around the corner, the city has options. If we do pedestrian mall, a true pedestrian mall, without any vehicles that lets people walk and have fun on the bottom half of State Street, and if people, if it works, and if people really like it, then maybe there'll be even more support to do it at the top but you can't do that if there's two giant bus stations there. Yeah. I mean, at least it, it's a lot harder to do it. I think a lot of these business owners and a lot of the downtown boosters are are worried about the future of retail. And the mayor talked to us about this the last time she was in. It's, retail's changed. I mean, the whole way we do business has changed. And what these what these business owners and what downtown boosters want is more events downtown, more things like Matt Lit. We had one. There was one guy who was speaking who said, "I want to reroute the buses 365 days a year for special events because I want a special yeah. event every single night downtown Madison," um, which I think is you know, and I think that's the way that a thriving downtown need. We're going to need to have that in the future to have a thriving downtown. Uh, people aren't going to come downtown for their shopping anymore because they come, they get most, most things on Amazon. So people are going to come down for experiences, and that's what a pedestrian mall on State Street can be. What you need to succeed if you're a storefront is to create a destination, a place where people really want to go, so much so that they're not going to buy something online. And the way to make State Street a destination, more of a destination, more of a unique destination, is with a pedestrian mall. Yeah. Finally, we had a clip from the bus people. Uh, I like this, Justin Sturenberg. The guy that runs Met- Madison Metro. You know, he's not from Madison, so he's got a different perspective <laughs> yeah. that's not so... <laughs> yeah, he's not locked into the Madison bubble. He talked about the delay that could occur if we change the route of this bus a few blocks. Yeah. Schedule is is critical for us. Um, so we're in what's called project development right now. I know there's a lot going on here, but I'll explain it a little bit. Um, our plan is to start construction uh, near the middle to end of 2022. Uh, That will allow us to open for service in 2024 um, in the summertime, which is when we do all of our major service changes. Um, We are about six months into our environmental study that's necessary to meet this schedule. Um, That environmental study takes about a year, roughly, and we're about halfway through it, uh, roughly six months into it. Um, A change at this point in the game um, does reset the clock on that beer, on that um, environmental study. We would need to essentially go back and start over starting that environmental study. Best case, that delays us six months. However, uh, keep in mind, you know, we're in Madison, we're in winter. Uh, we aren't going to open a BRT line when it's zero degrees outside. 
Um, and so in reality, that actually pushes us a year out. So we can't have, we can't provide people with fast, efficient mass transit in the wintertime, first of all. <laughs> I, I looked up where Justin's from. Uh, he's from Illinois, uh, worked in Indiana before he came here. It is a lot warmer down there. They're a little wimpier than we are. We're hardy here in Madison. We like the cold. We like the cold. If we didn't like the cold, we wouldn't live here. I don't know why you can't open a PRT bus line. Well, the photos for the for the ribbon cutting aren't as pretty in the wintertime, Scott. Oh, come on. Winter's pretty. <laughs> but you got to have a big, yeah, winter coat maybe on, I guess, Maybe the mayor doesn't like to be cold outside. Yeah, maybe she didn't like to wear a hat. In any case... I also question, I mean, I, I, I know Justin knows a lot about this. And like I said, I like the guy. I think he's doing More a than good we job. do about this. I mean. Yeah. But come on, you're halfway through an environmental study. You might change the route by two, three, maybe four or five blocks. Or even less than that, move a bus station 75 feet. And that means you have to start over and none of the work you've done in the last six months counts on the rest of the 15 miles plus route? Come on. Yeah, I don't really buy that. And what's silly is that they haven't actually set where the bus stations on state streets are going to be. There's several options for where they might be. So what's the point? What's What's the harm in moving them on to Gorham and Johnson? Yeah, obviously that does not affect federal funding whatsoever. And I doubt... Moving the route a little bit does either. Yeah. I think that's just a scare tactic just to try to get their way. Yeah. And and the city folks have said one of the things with Johnson and Gorham is they, they argue that there's not enough space to put the bus stations there. But, you know, all the business owners, everyone from downtown is like, take away our parking. You know, we don't want the parking in front of these businesses Take use the parking for the for the for these bus stations. Well, how mm-hmm. often do you hear that when business? I mean, when businesses are saying get rid of the parking and put in the bus and put in the bus station here. Yeah, not only that, but core spaces. This giant development is going to be going up right on the corner of State Street. There, you State can, Street and Gorham is ten story structure. You can plan that out with a bus station in mind right there. Uh, you could maybe even have the buses, as you suggested the other day, Phil. They could even take a little turn off of the street into that area if you, if you think you're slowing down traffic too much. And there's probably going to be some TIF money from this giant development. You could use some of the TIF. And the development will be full of probably about 500 students to ride the bus. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's you couldn't ask for a uh, development that's more geared towards transient riders. You know, we talked a lot about the bus rapid transit and these meetings and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the thing we shouldn't forget is we can have a pedestrian mall on the four to 600 blocks. We should start planning for that tomorrow, you know. And and before you know it, we could be, you know, people could be walking in the streets uh, freely without, without bus or, or, you know, truck traffic and letting businesses open up to the entire terrace and sidewalks to have outdoor seating and have kiosks and stuff. This is an exciting time for Madison. Our theme music is by Tube Tester.